Greetings and salutations. Hi. I'm Josh Belcher. Get the super sauce. I'll change into my super suit. <laughs> this is Uncharted. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, shapes, sorts, and sizes. This is Joshua C. Belcher, host of the Uncharted podcast, and what a fascinating one we have this week. We have one of the funniest comedians ever to come out of Middle Tennessee, Mr. Brian Bates. You might recognize that name from the ever-so-popular Nate Land podcast, or he has a dry bar comedy special. Be sure and check him out. Very funny human being. He lent his time to the podcast. We're extremely grateful. And from Europe, uh, now residing in Las Vegas, Nevada, we have lead vocalist Gustav from the rock band Bedlam. He's on deck to talk about their new single, Never Enough, their upcoming touring schedule, their recordings, everything. A bunch of good stuff, all related to a British reinvasion band, Bedlam, bringing the new wave, the new grooves to rock and roll music. Uh, not a lot I want to talk about this week. I want to get on with the podcast, but I would like it and be extremely grateful if you would go to change.org and look up my petition to get the Swampers, the rock and roll uh, rhythm section, the uh, studio musicians from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. You can check them out on Muscle Shoals Sound. Trying to get them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Google uh, the Swampers. Google Muscle Shoals Sound Studio. Google Fame uh, Sound Studio and check out all the hits these human beings have played on it will shock and awe you to your core trying to get 5,000 signatures i think i've got 302 right now uh to get some things shaking rattling and rolling no pun intended Uh, i'd like to get these guys in the hall of fame before they pass away um they're in their late 70s and would like to see them get in there to be able to enjoy it because they have done so much in the world of music and i'm very proud that they're only two hours away from me uh, where i live right here in middle tennessee so change uh, org. Uh, sign the petition please uh, get the swampers in the rock and roll hall of fame just look for my name josh belcher all right let's get on with this fantastic fun uncharted podcast here we go he's at zany's nashville on june 13th he's one of tennessee's funniest natural resources you might know him from the Nateland podcast or his dry bar comedy special, I'm talking about Brian Bates. And right now, he's on the Uncharted podcast. Enjoy. First of all, Brian, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to be on Uncharted. It's, it's a thrill. Every time, and uh, you know, we we spoke a little bit on the internet when I was going kind of haywire back in the day, and I yeah. appreciate you being understanding and. I followed your career and, and what an amazing one it is. And uh, just thanks for for chatting with me. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you saying that. It's it's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the first thing I want to ask, well, it wasn't my first question, but I was just uh, the whole rain check, uh, the rain check tour. Are you a part of that? Because I saw Nate said it's going to be very extensive as far as lots of dates and everything. Yeah, I'll be I'll be a part of it to some degree. Um, you know, now that we uh, we do a podcast together, uh, he likes to take um, some other guys out on the road with him just to give them uh, an opportunity to, to open for him. And I've been opening for Nate pretty exclusively for the last five years or so. So I won't be doing as many dates as usual with him, but I'll be I'll certainly be doing some with him. 
That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, you just mentioned the, pod, the podcast Nate Land, which is, is taken off and is very hilarious. Uh, you, he, and Thank Aaron, you. looks like you guys are having a blast. Uh, uh, how did that all come to be, and, and what episode are you guys on now? I think we're on episode like 46 or 47. Uh, I mean, we're we're getting close to been doing it for a year, and it came about because of COVID. Uh, we're all stuck at home and couldn't do much, and uh, Nate had talked about over the years starting a podcast, but he's just been so busy traveling that just didn't make sense, but uh, when we all got walked down and stuck at home, he felt like now was the time to do it, so... He asked myself and Aaron Weber to join, be a part of it, and we of course said yes, and it's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very fun. I really, I really enjoy listening to it. And uh, but aside from that, uh, what's very impressive about you and your career? Uh, the Zany Show you guys coming up is in June, correct? You're doing that one. You're you're the headliner. What what's the date on that? Yeah, it's June thirteenth. Um, it's at oh. four o'clock. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, yeah, June 13th. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a matinee show, so, um, it you know, that'll be fun. And so if you're thinking about coming and but you got to work the next morning, well, you'll have plenty of time to get home and get rested up before the work week starts. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I like that. And then uh, what Will saying was so impressive about your career is that you kind of started – not that there's a time limit on comedy, but, like, uh, you were in your 30s, right, when you decided to take the plunge. Now, did you take uh, Rick Roberts' classes, or, like, how did you get your – Yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead, I did. I did. I took, uh, I, I took Rick Roberts' uh, stand-up comedy class when I was 35 years old. Nice. Which, yeah, I mean, most, most guys get started in comedy – at least in the early 20s, sometimes, you know, even earlier than that. So 35 is pretty ancient to get started, but I took the class just for fun, and I thought, oh, it's a four-week class, I'll do this, and that'll be the end of it. But uh, I really liked the people in the class, and I kind of just took to it and enjoyed it. And so when the class was up, I just kept going and just kept going, and next thing you know, I was making a career out of it. That's And, like, uh, now being, uh, like, journalism work, TV production, everything here locally in Nashville. Did, yeah. did comedy writing come smoother to you because you were so accustomed to that line of work? Or, like, wh- what was the transition like? Because it seems like it's effortless for a guy like you, which is I enjoy Because yours is kind of like you've got that nice flow about you, like uh, just bang, boom, pow, with a, with a little effort. So I know <laughs> it, takes, it takes a lot to hone that skill, but was yours a little more smooth, I guess, is where I should be asking. Um. I mean, I'm sure there's some similarities um, to writing for journalism and writing for for comedy, because um, to some degree, you know, um, good writing is good writing, and at least it makes your mind work. And uh, I, was, I was constantly using that part of my brain that makes you write. And uh, so, yeah. So for the first eight years that I was trying stand-up comedy, I also had a day job working at a TV station in Nashville. For those that don't know, um, so I was writing very serious, uh, sad news stories during the day, and then going out at night and trying to make people laugh. So yeah. very different in what in some ways, but similar in others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you got you got to have like a beginning, middle, and end. I guess you could say just just different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. 
So and one thing I want to ask somebody like you because I I dabbled in comedy and and I I think I'm getting the itch here again a little bit. I've been going to uh, Jeff Allen's and, and writing a little bit. I'm oh, nice. Yeah. Um. And you mentioned Rick Roberts and boy, he can can he come up with the stuff on the fly? It's just so impressive. It's like watching Mickey Mantle like like during batting practice or something. But <laughs> how how and I've always wanted to ask somebody like you this, somebody that can do an hour. How can you remember? Because unfortunately, look at a. Yeah, I have to look at a book, and like I've seen other people do it or look at. Do you go like a full hour uh, of memory? Okay, you broke up a little bit. Uh, oh. I, th- I think you're I'm asking sorry. how. How do I memorize everything? Do so you go like a full hour? Uh, sorry. Uh, how how do you you know do a full set by memory like without having to look at notes and stuff? It's hard because um, I haven't done a ton of it. I mean, I usually, most of my career, I've been an opener of some sort, either an MC where I'm doing 10 minutes or a feature act where I'm doing 20 to 30 minutes. So I haven't done a ton of, uh, like, full headlining sets in my career. And um, so for me, I mean, I usually have it memorized the best I can, but I still have a set list out there that I usually put out there on the stool, and mm-hmm. and I'll look at it. I mean, I usually have it down pretty good in my head where I don't have to look often, but I'll have occasionally have to look at my set list just to see where I'm going next with my jokes because my jokes themselves I, I know uh, by memory, but the order I'm going in, and uh, that's what I have to kind of keep a set list just to remember. I see. Uh, because I've always been admired, you know, like enjoyed the dry bar and everything, uh, and, and and I admire, you know, the, the clean comics, of course, because to me, it seems like anybody can tell a dirty joke, but if you can deliver it clean and get the whole crowd roaring, then you've really got some talent on your hands. So I kind of lean more towards that, and yours was just flawless. So I was just wondering, like, like what the what the method was. Yeah, I mean, the dry bar. The interesting thing about that is they told us, you know, it was going to be a forty minutes that and I had it kind of memorized and then I got there and the day before they said well we're actually cutting them down now to 25 minute sets oh yeah which um you know made it tough because then I had to cut out a lot and then kind of rememorize it the the flow and the order yeah so that made it a little tough but um but that one I just practiced over and over until I had it memorized I gotcha that's awesome This week on the podcast, a British reinvasion rock and roll band, Bedlam. We've got their lead vocalist, Gustav. Band's in Las Vegas, Nevada. He made his way to them across the pond from Europe, England in particularly. We talk about the band's new single, Never Enough, their touring schedule, and a whole lot more right now on Uncharted. Like, like I was saying, Gustav, that's an awesome name. I, I can tell it's not American. Um, uh, where are you from, my brother? I am born and raised in England, uh, London, England, and I moved here like a few years ago. But the Gustav comes from my Swedish background. My my family's all from Sweden, so uh, that's where it comes from. It's it's fun. Yeah, Here in America, I, I normally get called Gus. I, I try and keep it to Gus when I go to Starbucks and stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> True, I understand. Uh, the only time I've heard that name, you know, you mentioned Sweden is here in Nashville. We have the Nashville Predators, and we've had a couple of players with that name. So uh, yeah, 
Yeah, there are a lot of Gustafsons and, <laughs> yeah, and Swedish so, Swedish players. Yeah, so anyway, uh, uh, Bedlam, I uh, became a fan. I'm going to tell you my origin story with you guys discovering you uh, there in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, one of your members met the uh, middleweight, super middleweight champion of the world who happens to be from Nashville. That's Caleb Sweethands Plant, who I was following on Instagram, uh, who I'm a big fan of. And he posted about you guys, and then I became a fan, and here we are. So that I mean, that was a cool yeah. interaction. Yeah, cheers. I mean, um, our our guitarist uh, Evan, he um, he just met him uh, at work basically, and told him our whole story, and and uh, said, you know, this is this is who we are, this is our music, and uh, check us out. And he was very nice. He was nice enough to. Uh, spread the love on Instagram and let a bunch of people know about us, which we really appreciate. So, yeah. yeah. That was just, that was super cool because he's a great guy and, and, and I usually, you know, follow and pay attention to what he says. So, you know, being a music lover here, uh, checked you guys out and, and that was just, I just love that he, you know, first of all, he appreciates passion and, and like he really admired that about your guitarist and so that's great. Yeah. Um, Cheers, I appreciate it. Okay, uh, Bedlam's the band name, if I haven't mentioned it already. Yes. Okay, and you call yourself British Reinvasion Band, which I like. Are you the only member <laughs> from from Britain? Was everybody else American, or what's the story behind that? I, I believe that's a little running joke. I think I think the aim is to, <laughs> I think the aim is to become uh, something like that. You know, like back in the day when the British invasion, we we kind of wanted to do that. <laughs> Even though um, I'm the only Englishman in the band. I think um, the other members in the band are just very much into English rock and uh, different uh, different genres, you know, in in England. So uh, it's just become something of a of a theme, I think. <laughs> sure, that's that's cool. I liked it. I mean, I'm all about. It. I appreciate that. I was just visiting Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and Muscle Shoals Sound, where the Rolling Co- where the Rolling Stones recorded. Uh, you know, brown sugar, wild horses. So, oh wow! Uh, yeah, you got to check that out if you're ever uh, touring down this way. Uh, if you absolutely, you got absolutely. Some- Sorry, boss, you, you broke up there. What, what did you say? I said, are you guys uh, planning on touring? And if you are, are you going to make a stop in Nashville? That is the goal. Texas is definitely um, Texas, and uh, I mean, literally all southern states. Like, we, we definitely want to tour down there right now i think because of covid and everything we are limited to to what we can guarantee as a as a tour date so we're we're keeping to vegas for now but uh definitely this summer we're looking to to go down there go to california go to texas everything like that so but definitely keep it on the west side of the country for now and then we'll see if we can expand but absolutely looking to do that that's cool yeah yeah we, we like to have you like to check you out if I can help you get a date here in Nashville, just let me know. I know enough. Oh, cheers. Are good. Just to, you know, keep your network. Thank you. Um, now, so, you know, you being from there and, and getting to Vegas, how did you guys get together mm. before the band? Like, like, what's the origin story? So, so it's um, it's interesting. So one day I just really wanted to I, – I was doing a lot of solo stuff and writing on my own, and one day I was just like, no, screw this. I mean, I'm, 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 I want more – there's more to this you know i really want uh, other people to collaborate with and work with so um i just went on an app and for the life of me i can't even remember what the app was called but i found these two brothers who had this band called logic chaos (laughs) and uh that was the band name before and uh, they had just gotten rid of the singer and uh 
we just met up uh, one day and uh, vibed immediately, and re- and they obviously loved me being English <laughs> because they were, were obsessed with English bands. So it was like a yes before I'd even walked through the door, I think. Um, <laughs> but so uh, yeah, that's basically the meaning. And then since then, we we just vibed very very well. We we rehearsed amazingly the first time. So I just knew, you know, these were the guys. Uh, and it was just the first band that I checked out. I mean, I, it was very lucky. I got got um, in contact with them, and literally the first band I checked out was the one. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it's it's cool when it comes together like that, and it does sound like you guys are really really tight. Which came to my next question. Uh, I I don't know how long you've been together, but you're you know you already polished the uh, Never Enough, the first single, the first video. It, it's all great stuff. Uh, who who chose the the theme for that video? So that's funny. So we, um, we're out in Vegas, obviously. So we wanted to like have something a little bit out in the, out in the desert, have some kind of theme, but really we just sat down one day and we just said, what would be cool? Like we kind of wanted an office vibe. We wanted desks. We wanted something to show the, you know, boring mundane side of things just flipped on its head. So we wanted something that was very casual and normal and boring to be something very upbeat and turn into something like jumping on desks and stuff. So we thought that was a good idea. And then our videographer, Carlos, um, he's here in Vegas, a lot, really talented videographer, helped us with the location. So we found a location out in this desert, in the desert uh, at the California border. And we found this like abandoned mine and we filmed everything there on in one day and uh, had all the extras come out um and yeah just set up and it was it was an amazing process um couldn't have gone better couldn't have gone more smoothly but um we just said let's let's wreck let's wreck it all like just start as an office and play and then let's see where it goes and it kind of just you know it kind of wrote itself really the whole the whole music video so it was it was a very cool process and we got a lot of positive feedback on it so happy about it yeah, uh, well done. I, I really, I really liked it. Um, so, uh, with that being said, my next question was: as a trio, um, do you guys, uh, who all records like the extra parts, like like uh, who who makes up for the bass and everything when you guys are in the studio and everything, or do you guys hire out? Yeah. So right now, um, we we started as a we start we're, we're obviously a trio, but I think we're looking for a more solid bassist for for the future. Um, but when we're in the studio, it's our drummer, uh, Tristan, he is a whiz on the, on the bass too. So he, he writes the bass parts. Um, Evan, the guitarist writes the guitar and, uh, I do all the lyrics. So it's, it's an interesting process when we start writing because we literally, someone will have an idea, whether it be on the bass, whether it be a melody or whether it be on the guitar and we just play and play and play it over and over again. And all of us just hum something or play something and we get there eventually. And eventually we have a solid song and that's kind of how we do it. We just shoot in the dark and then something, something hits. <laughs> well, that's great. Hey, you guys are doing great. Uh, you got a fan here to me. Uh, let's yes. talk somebody about your, uh, your social media. If they want to get introduced to you or check you guys out, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Yeah, so the best way is our Instagram, I think, is the one with the most content for now, but uh, it's uh, at bedlam.official. And uh, because also about that, we tried to get Bedlam, and there's a there's a 
guy named Gary Bedlam, who's in the countryside in England, of all places, and he has the Bedlam tag, just Bedlam. And we've oh. been messaging him for months. <laughs> we've just been piling every every social media account we can find of him. We've just been stalking him, like, hey, mate, are you willing to sell it? Are you willing to, are you willing to, you know, do something? And the last post he did was like in 2019. So we're just we're sitting on edge to get Bedlam just, but for now it's Bedlam.official. And we, uh, if you just search us up on YouTube too, Bedlam, B-E-D-L-U-M. Um, yeah, you can find us there, but, um, uh, all the, all the social media accounts are linked and, uh, our, our website is also very easy to remember. It's bedlam.band and that's got a lot of our content on there and upcoming shows and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Well, I hope, I hope you find this, this guy, find him well, and, and you can do some exchanging here. And that wraps up another amazing edition of the Josh Belcher Uncharted podcast. Special thanks to my guests, Brian Bates and Gustav of the band Bedlam. I really appreciate you taking the time. Great interviews, lots of insightful stuff. Most importantly, thank you, the listener, for taking the time. I love you. I appreciate you. Without you, there's no point. It just may be me talking to myself in an insane manner like uh, I already do, but I appreciate you listening. I want you to have an awesome week. And remember, I love you for you and where you're at in life. Go to change.org. Check out my petition to get the Swampers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Check out their history. Go to Muscle Shoals Sound. Learn more about them. I'm very passionate about it. All right. Have a great week. Get in some trouble, but not a whole lot of trouble. Enjoy yourselves. Um, you know, Be healthy. Be safe. And we'll catch you next time. Josh Belcher, over and out.